everyone. Good to see you all. Let us start with the word of prayer. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for gathering us here uh, in person and online together. We come humbly before you and uh, humble ourselves before you, and we ask that you would speak to us today, and we want to lift up these prayers um, onto you as well. So come and have your way, Lord God. Thank you for being an amazing God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, On my way here today, I was listening uh, to some Christian music, and the song happened to be the song History Maker by Delirious. It's a pretty familiar song to us. The chorus goes, I want to be a history maker in this land. And in the passage that we have today, there are uh, some uh, who have now become history makers, but somewhat unlikely uh, candidates for that. So let's get into the word. So today's passage comes from Luke chapter 5, verses 17 through 39. So Luke chapter 5, 17 to 39, and I'll read it for us. And it came about one day that he was teaching, and there were some Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting there, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present for him to perform healing. And behold, some men were carrying on a bed a man who was paralyzed, and they were trying to bring him in and to set him down in front of him. And not finding any way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down through the tiles with his stretcher right in the center in front of Jesus. And seeing their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this man who speaks blasphemies? Who can, who can forgive sins but God alone? But Jesus, aware of their reasonings, answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins have been forgiven you, or to say, rise and walk. But in order that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise and take up your stretcher and go home. And at once he rose up before them and took up what he had been lying on and went home, glorifying God. And they were all seized with astonishment. And began glorifying God and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen remarkable things today. And after that, he went out and noticed a tax gatherer named Levi sitting in the tax office. And he said to him, Follow me. And he left everything behind and rose and began to follow him. And Levi gave a big reception for him in his house. And there was a great crowd of tax gatherers and other people who were reclining at the table with them. And the Pharisees and their scribes began grumbling at his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with the tax gatherers and sinners? And Jesus answered and said to them, It is not those who are well who need a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. And they said to him, The disciples of John often fast and offer prayers. The disciples of Pharisees also do the same, but yours eat and drink. And Jesus said to them, You cannot make the attendants of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them, can you? But the days will come 
when the bridegroom is taken away from them, then they will fast in those days. And it was also telling them a parable. No one tears a piece from a new garment and puts it on an old garment. Otherwise, he will both tear the new and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, new wine will burst the skins and it will be spilled out and the skins will be ruined. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins and no one after drinking old wine wishes for new. For he says, the old is good enough. Amen. So to set the scene, um, you see in verse 17, it came about one day he was teaching and there were some Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. So this was a pretty high-powered gathering of religious leaders and Um, Back in those days, they had a very prominent place in society. And so for this group of people to come along and open up the roof and let down a paralytic right in the middle of it was a pretty bold move to do, especially in that kind of a setting. So that's the first group that I want to focus on, Uh, the first group that uh, have become one of the most famous uh, acts uh, during Jesus' ministry, the opening up the roof, letting down the paralytic, and being healed. Um, Jesus was impressed with their faith. He told them, go, right? I say to you, rise and take up your stretcher and go home. And he did that. At once he rose up before them and took up what he had been lying on and went home glorifying God. And they were seized with astonishment and began glorifying God. And they were filled with fear. So that was the first group, definitely history makers, a, an, a miraculous healing, a, an act of great faith, and um, they obeyed God. He got up, um, took up the stretcher, and went home, glorifying the Lord. And there was a second history maker in these verses. So in verse 27, so after Jesus does this great miracle, He's walking out now. So verse 27 says, And after that, he went out and noticed a tax gatherer named Levi sitting in the tax office. Right? So not exactly sure what the distance or the time frame between verse 26 and verse 27, but the fact that Jesus was there teaching must have been pretty widely known because you had people coming from all over the region to listen to him. The paralytic and his friends found out, so they went there as well. And Levi was probably not too far away from that scene, but he didn't bother to go there. He was sitting at his desk, doing his tax thing, gathering taxes, being a dutiful tax collector. Um, And as we know, back in those days, tax collectors were not the most popular people in society. In fact, they were highly despised people. And so Jesus notices this tax collector, Levi, and he just says two words. He says, follow me. That's it. Follow me. And what does Levi do? Verse 28. He left everything behind him and rose and began to follow him. And he gave a big reception. Looking forward to chapter 6, 
Jesus goes away to a mountain, prays, spends a whole night in prayer, and then he appoints 12 apostles, and one of them is Matthew, Levi. So he makes the final cut, 12. So Levi, as we know, wrote the, wrote the book of Matthew, and certainly made history in the history of the gospel. So these two heroes or two uh, history makers in the faith, one's a paralytic. If you think about a paralytic, the guy doesn't even have a name. Right? He's just the paralytic. And if you're a paralytic today, life is tough. But back in those days, even tougher. Right? I mean, how do you make a living as a paralytic? Uh, even if he wanted to get married, who would marry him? Um, socioeconomically, in every way, he was at the bottom of the totem pole. And yet, he's memorialized forever in history in these verses. Levi, again, uh, he has a higher social status in terms of his monetary wealth, but probably in every other way, maybe even lower than the paralytic. And yet, he is chosen. And he doesn't really do anything. He was just sitting there at his desk collecting taxes a very unlikely candidate to be a history maker. There's a lot to unpack there, but in the interest of time, I will just say this. We may think because of our situation, whatever it is, our own limitations, where we are in society, uh, where we are in life, a background, whatever the case might be, there's no way that God can use me Uh, in any significant way, right? But as we read the scriptures time and time again, God chooses the humble. God chooses, quote-unquote, the lowly for his glory in ways that would have been impossible for these people to imagine. And what's interesting is that in both cases, uh, it took some courage for these people to obey what Jesus said, to rise when you've been down all the time, right, for the paralytic, for Levi to leave behind everything that he has. And clearly he had a lot to be able to throw a big party like that and to have a house. But Jesus just said, follow me, and he did all the way to the end. We're still living, we're still alive And um, hopefully we have many years in front of us. Uh, God comes to each of us in our own individual way. Um, His message to the paralytic was different from the message to Levi. He could have told the paralytic, now that you're up, now that you're healed, why don't you follow me? But no, he told him to go home. Glorify God there. With Levi, who was happily in his own home, in his own workplace, he said, no, you come follow me um, on the journey that I'm going on. And perhaps in our lives, we experience both of these, right? Incredible healing, incredible testimony, um, and then also God calling us out to places where we don't feel very comfortable, to new places. We serve an amazing God, and we have an exciting journey that God has for us.
So I'd like to invite Sterling to come and lead us in a worship song. And let's meditate on um, who Jesus is and ask him, Lord, what are you, what is your heart for me today, this morning?
Lord, thank you. Thank you that you raise the lowly and the humble to heights. Um, and that you take great pleasure in doing that, Lord. Help us to humble ourselves before you, Lord. And may our confidence and our hope be in you. Uh, not in what we have, backgrounds, anything like that. But in you, Jesus Christ. You have shown time and time and again in the Gospels and through history um, that for your glory, Lord God, you do amazing, amazing things in our midst and help us to continue to trust in you, follow you, obey you. Thank you, Lord. Let's move into a time of corporate prayer. Let's pray for our community members who are suffering from cancer. Let's also pray for those in our community uh, and our friends and family uh, who suffer from illness and also need salvation. continue to pray for those who are suffering from different infirmities in our midst.
And let's pray for those in our community who are currently looking for jobs. Mission's focus for today. Let's pray for SP Singapore, SP Indonesia, and Spill. And pray for Pastor Sam Kim and his family, Pastor Sal Lamont and his family, Pastor Ernie and his family. Pray for our prayer and healing ministries, for IP, the well, and river. Let's pray for our local outreach ministries, Igape, Homi, Bridge, Recreation. Let's also pray for SP 2.0 for building resources, benefactor, and for the vision fund.
Let's pray for those in our midst who are going through pregnancies. for our house churches that will be meeting uh, Blue Pool First Street McRobinson New Conduit Olympic Robin Hood Ventress and Westville thank you that you meet with us all the time, Lord. And we thank you that whenever two or three are gathered in this place, Lord God, you're always in our midst uh, as you have been this morning. And I pray, Lord, that we would continue in our uh, incredibly amazing journey with you uh, today as well. Uh, we thank you for all the unknowns of today and help us to uh, walk in faith with love and courage uh, into everything uh, that we have for us today. Pray a protection and your blessing over all of us here in this community. Uh, we thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Enjoy this time of prayer.